I think I had a, a burnt copy. Not to uh, hacker man support privacy. That's going to be our intro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zach uh, yeah. Jackson doesn't support privacy. You've heard it here. You wouldn't download a car's dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the PS- yeah, speed freaks. Bring it back. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Throgcast, Australia's juiciest and throggiest podcast for gaming. I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm Zach Jackson, joined as usual by Kieran Vrabruge. Hello. Jordan Garcia. Hello. And Mr. Adam Ryan. Hello. How are we all? I'm throggy today. Oh, got a bit of a frog yeah. in your throat? Yeah. Feel a bit throggy. What, uh, in what way? Too many Throggy Kransky's. Wow. And we're already there. Off to a bad start. <laughs> Off to a, yeah, no, we've had better starts. But we're all good? Yeah, doing well. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Been a uh, relatively uh, newsworthy week, sort of. A Cu- couple of big, uh, big things to talk about, a couple of... Little small little things that we can discuss, like uh, PAX, which is coming this year. But uh, good to see your faces. Missed you all. Even you, Jordan, which is just a avatar. But good to see you. I mean, it still does have my face on it. It does. But uh, I need the full range of emotion. Um, yeah. Let's talk video. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, what have we all been playing? What's surely we've been playing something? Nah. Oh. I uh, <laughs> I haven't actually been playing that much. I'm I'm still smashing through Yakuza Like a Dragon on PS5. Why? Because um, he wants to. What do you mean why? You have all these play- uh, backlog game. No. Yeah. This the, is a the- this is technically a backlog game because I did like skip a fair amount of side content when I reviewed it because of time. Okay. So I'm, I'm going back and I'm doing everything. Fair enough. Um, to, you know, try and platinum it probably. So I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm discovering a lot of stuff that I didn't see the first time around. That's actually pretty cool. Hmm. Um, and I, uh, went back, uh, today and played through a bit of the, um, Hazelight back catalog. So played through, brothers and georgie and i started a way out nice i haven't um, finished that yet i really want to though yeah we're maybe like three quarters of the way through so we'll probably finish that up tomorrow nice um so yeah, actually fun you've uh you have been playing something else but before that just reminded me because you've been playing something else as well that so last week a week ago after the podcast finished you, you sent me a message Oh yeah. You said you said didn't tell you, forgot, but I've been playing the 
Suicide of Rachel Foster, a game I gave a nine, loved. Yep. Well, greatly enjoyed. Don't know yep. loved. Um, and you think it's a bit of a stinker so far? Yeah, it's a bit shit. Wow. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> made worse by the fact that you convinced me to buy it at launch I'd, when it was just on PC, so I paid for not, it then. I did not convince you to do that. You gave it a nine. Yeah, fair. And said it was up my alley. It is up your alley. Um, what I'm learning alley. here is Zach doesn't understand what you like, Kieran. He just understands no. what you don't like. I don't understand his alley, but basically. he Yeah, he thinks I just like fucking walking sims and getting pegged, but there's more nuance <laughs> to me than that. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I could... I'm just looking at the window and just see Adam like look up <laughs> from whatever he's doing. Um, yeah, so no. Nah. Okay, so... In all fairness, so, who, who doesn't love a good pegging? For those, uh, if you haven't played The Suicide of Rachel Foster, it is basically a, a very short walking sim slash thriller and, mystery sort of game. And pegging um, sim. Where, oh, pegging sim, wow. Uh, when you <laughs> play as a lady who's gone back to her family hotel um, because her father passed away and she's now in charge of like wrapping up the sale of it or some or the foreclosure of it or whatever um and then yeah so when she's there she gets caught in a storm and then it's there the game sort of sets out from there you're sort of stuck in this hotel for a few days um so have you played any more i mean i know that you said it's a bit rubbish so have you i haven't you haven't no, I, did, yeah. I didn't think that you would i'm actually a bit sad about that i know i thought, I thought you'd like it yeah, sorry. Maybe I just like at least the atmosphere is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I like it's very. It looks very nice. Like they've mm. done a really good job with the presentation <clears throat> and the atmosphere is cool. But um, you just hate I that just, guy talking all the time. Yeah, like I yeah I express my frustration to you with the the mechanic of her talking on the phone to, you know, well at the moment, random acquaintance, um, mm. because. Like, I would have to go in and out of a room like three times to trigger the phone call that I needed to actually be able to interact with something is like nine times P- out of ten. Is this on PS4? Yeah. Okay. Um, but not like not in a way that it was an issue, but in a way that like the game wasn't keeping up with what I was doing. Right. So he'd be like, all right, step one, you got to go here and I'd already be there. And then I'd have to wait for her to hang up and leave and then go back in. So she would call him again. Like, the mechanic was cool, but it just, like, very, I guess, like, awkward in the way that they put it together. Mm. Got to slow down um, and smell those roses, mate. <laughs> That's, yeah, like, I don't recall ever having that problem. I think, yeah, like, perhaps maybe once or twice, but, yeah, I don't recall that being a, a big thing. Um, Is that, you're like, also the type of person to not get the trophy for uh, doing the sticks tutorial because you never finished <laughs> it. You can't. What, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> um, but yeah that aside like like it's all right but it is it's just very very basic like at least so well, far i feel like a lot of those games are though they're not yeah i feel like it's more about the story like it, it does get cool like there is i think the story does yeah i think you gotta play a little bit more um, i will i will eventually maybe play like an hour if you but it's just like it, yeah it didn't but, compel me to keep playing so Fair enough. I moved on to other things, unfortunately. 
so uh, the other thing, this is what triggered that uh, thought, but on Sunday you did a stream. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, you played Can't Drive This. Can't Drive This. we spoke about last week, no, a week before maybe, when we mm. spoke about our jorts, mm. um, which is the, the, the game where you race and uh, the two-player racer where one person races and one person builds the track. So uh, you had a stream for that on Wednesday, uh, sorry, Sunday night. How was that? Sure did. It was good. Yeah, I played it with um, Zach number two at Well Played, Zach Reardon. Um, shout outs. Shout outs to Zach. Uh, yeah, we um, we had a good bash of the, the two modes that are available to online play. Um, one of them where basically the goal is just to get as far as you can with one person building the track and the other one driving. Um, and the way it works is it's kind of like Tetris where like you put down a piece and you don't know what the next piece is going to be. So it could be like a straight bit of road, could be a corner, could be mud, could be like a ring of fire, like all these different sort of obstacles and stuff. Um, so you've kind of, you got to balance, uh, you know, putting them down quickly, but also thinking about where you're putting them and, and whether you, uh, like what kind of track you're making and whether it's drivable um, while the other player, you know, has to keep driving and, and can't slow down. It's like the movie speed. If you slow down, you'll explode. Um so that was that was very chaotic um and then the other game mode we played is like a a level based one where you've got a small area where there's a few different things you have to go around and pick up so you have to kind of do the same thing but build a track around the area to pick everything up um so we got through it's it's like a a, a, i guess a challenge to see how many levels of that you can get through in a row without failing too many times on one level and restarting um we managed to get to maybe like level six at most um, but, uh, it was good fun. It was, it was very chaotic. Um, we ended <coughs> up yelling and screaming quite a bit at each other. Um, we found that I was the, the better builder and he was a better racer. So we kind of stuck to that at the end. Interesting. Cause when I jumped into the stream, you were the racer. Yeah. Probably wasn't yeah. going very well. <laughs> no, but like one thing I saw about it is it kind of didn't, it wasn't, I mean, I could be wrong cause I only maybe watched a few minutes, but, um, the way that I guess the building of the tracks was that you had to sort of go a bit slow. You didn't get sort of get to fang it too hard. Otherwise you just, you just drive off the track. Yeah. It's interesting because the, the person building the tracks is locked to a camera view above the person racing. So you can't yeah, go too far like ahead. Drone view nearly thing. Yeah. Um, so that took a little while for us to get used to. Um, Cause yeah, you can't kind of just like build five pieces ahead. You have to sort of wait for the person to actually get to the, piece that you've just built before you can build the next one because you can't really see oh really what's in front of you yeah okay um so yeah that definitely took some getting used to um doing that makes it a bit not bad bad's the wrong word but not as take some of the fun away in a little way no once you get once you get used to how that works it it does work because there's a there's a panic that sets in when you get when you're building and you get given like a speed boosting piece because you know that they're going to drive on that and then just fucking fang it right off the edge unless you're like <laughs> smashing down pieces one after the other and then you know when that happens you'd actually you, you don't really get a chance to see what it is you're, you're building yeah um so you end up setting up like it's just a trail of carnage for the for the person driving so it, it works it creates these cool like emergent situations um mm. it's interesting yeah uh, it, it was it's disappointing that there's only the the two modes that you can play online because i think there's four in total and the other ones are locked to um local play um, what are the what are the other modes out of interest? I don't even know. 
Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah I, we didn't bother looking at them okay. at the time. Um, okay. But yeah, you can have up to three drivers and one builder if you're playing local or, or a mix of local and online. Um, and that looks like mayhem. <laughs> Trying to build tracks for three people. Um, yeah. yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. It was good fun. It made for a good. I think it made for a good stream game because there was there was lots of heated arguments and <laughs> lots of terrible accidents. So, yeah. Nice. That comes out now. Nineteenth, no, I think. Nineteenth, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, Shoutouts to Pixel Maniacs. Uh, Pixel Maniacs. Thanks for hooking for us up, letting us stream the game. Letting us stream a bit early. Uh, Jordan. Have you been playing anything that you can talk about? No, not really. No, I didn't think so. After <laughs> our little pre-podcast yeah, uh, revelation. Surprising. Um, Adam, what are you? You've played a couple of things. Uh, yes, one that I'll have a chat about in a minute. But I finished Maquette a couple of days ago, um, hey. which I really enjoyed. And I, as I promised, I got a little bit misty-eyed towards the end. Yeah, boy. Um, and so the at that point, really... was it was the misty eye stuff uh, out of obligation at that point because you said it, or <laughs> yeah, I um, I just poked myself in the eye because I I had made the claim, so I had to live up to it. Yeah, that's um, fair. Look, you're a man of your word. I can I can appreciate that. Yeah, damn right. Do what needs to be done. Um, but no, I think because it's the story is very relatable, like it's scarily relatable in in parts when it comes to relationships which gives it a bit of impact it's which is it's yeah it's pretty cool considering when you boil it down it's just kind of two people having a conversation as art's being made in front of you uh but yeah in all in all i really enjoyed it the puzzles got pretty cool towards the end um none of them were the too difficult i enjoyed the story the art's very cool so yeah had a real good time with that um, and on the complete other side of the spectrum, I've played Apex on two, two different platforms in the last week, one of which was good fun, and I played a limited time mode. And, and the other which made you miss the eye for the wrong reasons. <laughs> oh, mate. The, uh, the other was on Switch, and, like, if you only own a Switch, still don't play it. Like, I'd love to say, yeah, look, if you're, if you're only a Switch player, it's worth giving it a shot. It's just not... It's a shit time. I sat in a lobby for eight minutes in matchmaking. Um, that was cross-play enabled, so there was really no excuse for it to take that long. Uh, and then when I was in it, I like couldn't see very far because draw distance is terrible. Everything looked muddy, and it just nothing felt right. Just the shooters and the, and Switch don't really mix at the best of times, but yeah, it was garbage, so don't play it on the Switch. Did you, um, did you, do you, sorry, uh, when you play crossplay, do you know if there's other people from other platforms in there? Like, does it say yes. that? Yeah, it's got a little icon to say whether they're on, I don't think it specifically says PlayStation or Xbox, sure. not that that really matters, but it says like console or PC or yeah. Switch. Um, uh, how did that go with you playing on the Switch versus people on other consoles? Or like better yeah, fuck, f- fucking awful. Um, <laughs> it felt like I... It felt like I was playing with a blindfold on. Like it just didn't. Yeah, it was it was a, a shit time. Like the uh, reaction is slower. 
Uh, I think that yeah, the worst thing is draw distance. Like you can get a four times scope so you can see further, but you look down and it's just, you can kind of make out colors and that's about it. So oh, so it's all just a, muddy textures at that point. It's really, yeah, really muddy textures. So for a game that is so reliant on precision a lot of the time, it's just, that's not the platform to play it on. It's not a good time. Well, it's uh, very sad to hear. Uh, I got a question for you. This is a little bit uh, off topic, but uh, mm. Simon Blackburn has just uh, mentioned uh, in a in a messenger chat that he's currently vacuuming the car to now. I'm probably gonna fuck this up to Jua Lipper, and he's saying it's giving him good motivation. Kieran, I can already see Kieran's face. Good. Yeah, he knows it. He knows I've butchered it. Um, what do you think of that? Where where does that rank on Adam Dyson Ryan scale? Um, no, he gets a big tick. Vacuuming big to tick. music it gives you a little bit of extra pep in your step, and you tend to get it done a little bit quicker. I would, if I'm going to give him a word of warning, it tends to you might skip over some some spots that need extra some attention. Some crannies. Yeah, because you're kind of if you especially if you've got kind of a high a high tempo song, you you tend to get the pace going a little too quick. So just Especially go back, go maybe do a second, second sweep through. I would say if I was to give him any, any advice, it would just be maybe, maybe go over it again. All right. Well, uh, but a big tick all the same. Shout outs to big uh, Simon Blackman there for his vacuuming input. That he didn't really input. I just stole it. Shout outs. Uh, all right. I've got something for you. I've spoken to both you, Kieran and Adam about this privately, but I'll, Bring it up on the uh, potty. <clears throat> so I've been playing Sackboy. Some more of that, which is still quite fun. It's actually really good. I'm actually I do really enjoy it. I think that's a very good game. Um, I'm quite surprised. Do you play it with Anna? Yes. No, I play it with the Magpies. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I believe it. It's amazing that they can they can get around that dual sense. Mate, well, what, have, what's uh, embarrassing uh, is that they're better than him at it. That's it. <laughs> Uh, actually, I do always lose. Anna always wins. Um, just fucking rigged. Um, but I've been playing Visage. And loving it, which I was so happy to hear. <laughs> so my f- initial impressions were it's it's pretty bum. Um, so Visage is the horror game that went to Kickstarter that was heavily inspired by PT, which is one of the most overrated games ever so you're already outing yourself as a fuckhead straight out of this straight out of the gate (laughs) see i think like i've said before that i think the atmosphere of pt is awesome great atmosphere but i think the actual gameplay experience is just bomb so like rachel foster wow hey if you if you fire shots mate you need to expect them to be shot back at you Oh look, I'm well aware that you I'm shoot your the, shot uh, on me, and I'll. <laughs> and he's gonna shoot. <laughs> I give you a load of it back on you. <laughs> oh god, um, but yeah. So Visage, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know how. What's have, have you finished it, uh, Adam? No, I haven't. Oh, so it's I'm good a, then. So it's that good. I'm a all right, all right, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm a decent way through it, but what have you finished lately, finish Zach? 
Can't even yeah, finish the fucking uh, sentence half the time, mate. So how about you get back? Can't even finish the bloody wow. intro. Wow, my food. Is this the podcast or the roast Dinner? cast? Um, I. It's the full crab roast. <laughs> I got nothing for you there. I've finished anything. Um, yeah, so I've been playing Passage with that because uh, we like to play through uh, horror games. Um, funny before this, so I, I gave her like a, I sent her three trailers, right? And I said, pick one of these ones that you want to play: uh, Aspulov, something gods that I bought on Steam, Passage, and uh, Old Gods Rising or something like that. Um, I don't, I don't, I didn't recall sending her Versage. Like that was the first game I that I sent. So she goes, "Oh, let's play the first one." I was like, "Okay." So we'll, so we started playing through Aspil of Gods of whatever, and about 10, 15 minutes in, she goes, "This isn't the game with with the door on the." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what? Like what game are you talking about?" And then I realized I was like, and then, and then like she showed me the chat, and I was like, "Oh, started playing the wrong game." Um, anyway, but Visage atmosphere is actually very cool. Uh, we we both get pretty spooked. Um, yeah, it's it's it is got very very good atmosphere, and it is it's actually it's probably one of the most genuinely creepy games I think I've ever played. Yeah, uh, at least for a long time. Like I don't, yeah, I can't recall a game that has definitely spooked me like that. Like it, like I feel nervous about going into certain rooms or if, you know mm-hmm. the tv turns on i'm like fuck yeah um but i've just got to the stage adam where you gotta use well i'm doing the chapter sorry where you gotta use the mirrors yep yeah yeah um i do find it's a little bit of a slog uh i think some of that uh awesome atmosphere and that r- wicked tension that it builds up uh does sort of lose its way a bit when i feel like i don't there's not enough direction, which is okay sometimes. And this is, I think, this is probably the problem that I think uh, T, not TP, um, PT had, um, but I'd white mask with, never mind. Um, but yeah, I just find I get, I'm walking around like a lot in facades trying to figure out where to go, what to do. Yeah. Most of it, like, but see, once you hit like a certain point, you kind of go, oh, okay, I kind of know what to, like, where to go. But then there's just parts where you go, I just get fully stuck. I actually had to hand up. I actually had to use a walkthrough last night because I was fucking lost. I was like, this is, and I was like, this game is cool. Like, I don't want it to lose that that awesomeness yeah. of, the, of the, of like, the tension and shit. But I'm fucking like, I, I, like, I don't know where to go. I yep. walked around this house three times. I'm obviously missing something. Um, and then, and I like... When I read the what I have to do on the walkthrough, I was like, I would never have even thought that. Mm. Like, yep. Um, yeah. And that's that's fair. I won't I won't knock you for that. I think for for PT it worked because because of that close like the the closed loop. Like it was you could do a lot of trial and error, and worst case scenario you've wasted ten seconds. Whereas you are right, Visage. If you like there are so many things that you could potentially do if it is the wrong thing and you just keep doing the wrong thing. It does break the tension a little bit. So I do, I do get what you mean. Mm. But it is like, a, it, it is genuinely creepy. Uh, and I really, really dig the atmosphere. It's, it is, there was Game's one fucking um, scary. Yeah. There was one, um, 
trying to think. It's very – like when I saved it last night, I think we'd done 7% of the game. Yeah. I don't know if that's the story or like achievements or some shit like that, but um, yeah, there was one point like very early on where I don't, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but sorry, spoiler alert for anyone. Very, 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 very minor spoiler. But uh, there's a part like right at the start where the ghost turns up. Yep. Like, like, like when you first see the ghost kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it just like, I didn't see it at first. And it's sort of, you know, you do that like that double take and it just scared fucking shit out of me. Both the, um, me and Anna. It was awesome. And the then it, first, yeah. The first thing that you interact with, like you were saying with the mirrors, the, the first kind of thing that you get is a camera. Um, huh. the, me- the mechanic that is... Have a camera, yeah? Do you not? Surely. No, you'd have to. Well, regardless, no. when you Spoilers. use... There's a mechanic tied to the camera that is fucking terrifying. Like, you need to use it to... See? I'm assuming you need to take photos to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's cool, yeah. And it's... It is the most horrific way to traverse the house. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's games. Yeah. Fucking scary. There have been a few times where key and I were playing cause we play together as well mm. that I had to just pause and just take a moment where I was like, fuck, I just need, I feel like my heart rate's gone through the roof. I need but you to can't pause. You cannot pause. Yeah. I just let myself die. So yeah. Like, so <laughs> I, we had sort of, stopped playing last night we were kind of like now nah, fuck this like time for bed like um too much yeah uh and then i was like all right i'll go into the menu save it and right as i hit save game i died <laughs> fuck <laughs> so i hope it's fucking saved not fucking like um, you f- fun, you watch, uh, it's, uh, it's gonna you. save like a frame before you died so every time oh. you load up you're gonna die instantly oh, that'll, that'll be, that'll be that's good like stuff. fucking jack yeah, that's okay. Love that. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing that. I'm keen, keen to play more. Um, that is no. I'll we'll jump into the. I guess the reviews. No, it's not. It's not really a review yet. But I've played a little bit more of Lust from Beyond. Still pretty bum. Um, not as bum as I first probably said, but still quite bum. Um, you know, last week you said you were going to talk more about it this week, and I'm glad that you didn't follow through with that. Because it sounded atrocious and I didn't want to listen to it anymore. <laughs> no. It's... Uh, I'll save it for when I talk about, about more in the final review. But, uh, yeah, no. Nah. Avo. Big Avo. Uh, Adam, you got a review for us. Calypso. I do, yes. Sorry. My Discord is having a time. It does that. Right. I mean, I can talk about Lust from Beyond if you want. Okay, he's just fucked up. He's fucking he right. Oh, there he is. He, he heard Lust from Beyond and he got out of here. <laughs> so, nah. um, it's just like... Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> like, yeah. Some of the atmosphere is kind of cool. AI is dumb as fuck. Um, bad guy. Shoutouts to um, Movie Games for the code that one appreciate that uh so while adam is getting his shit sorted let's yeah i'm all i'm sorted now Don't okay he's sorted yeah what if i said lust from beyond again sorry 
Doctor. Now I was going to see if you disconnect again. Fuck. That's my trigger word. <laughs> Alright, hit us. You've been playing... Uh, okay, I've actually forgotten the name of the game again. What, what are the Colla- Collapsed. I won't make you go Collapsed. back through that rigmarole. Uh, cool. Yes. So, recently I reviewed Curse of the Dead Gods, which was a roguelite a rogue light uh, that I was really digging had great gameplay, good loop and some cool mechanics. So I've kind of been in the mood for a rogue light or rogue like either way. Um, so when I saw collapsed, I was like, Oh yeah, this, this could be cool. It's a 2d side scrolling roguelike shooter. So it sounded something that was going to kind of fit the bill. Uh, I was wrong, which sucks. Uh, it's definitely a 2d side scrolling shooter, but it's not, much of a roguelike at all the the main element i suppose being procedurally generated levels that you play over and over but that's kind of where the similarities end uh you choose between one of four classes the reaper devourer warrior and pest which more or less are your all-rounder your heavy ranged and like a dps style character they each have their own ranged weapon gun and uh, melee weapon which is like a sword or a glaive or something like that. Uh, you go through a portal and you make your way through kind of standard platform heavy levels, kill a bunch of enemies and you search for the portal to get further on. Eventually you fight a boss. Uh, instead of changing weapons, you pick up attachments and augments that kind of changed how they fire or they might add elemental effects, which can be kind of cool. The warrior uh, has a really cool one that changes the shotgun to have homing pellets, which is an absolute beast of a weapon. Um, the gameplay is just, it's just a bit boring though. Like you, you tend to be pretty overpowered at the start of levels and you like, you legitimately can just stand in one spot, spam the melee button and let all the enemies kind of come to you. And that, that's all she wrote. But then all of a sudden the difficulty can just spike out of nowhere. You can get swarmed and die. Um, I was hoping that once you get to the end, end of the level that the bosses might kind of redeem things and it might be worth slogging through kind of the, the grunt enemies to get there. Um, unfortunately the bosses are the grunt enemies, just bigger for the most part. So they're just, ups. yeah, yep. They're just the same, same enemy, but just a bit larger and they might have one or two different moves. That's pretty much how that goes. Um, visually, like, I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but it looks a bit like a Flash game. Uh, I didn't hate that. Like, it, that's it's fine. And some of the, the character designs are kind of cool. Like, the, the Reaper, one of the playable classes, looks pretty sick. Um, but uh, sound quality is just... It's shocking. Like, it's, it's real bad. Some of the sound effects remind me of like a, a little kid trying to mimic the sound of a gun with their mouth and not doing a very good job of it. Not going to um, lie, I would actually love the sound effects for the game. Like when you shoot it, you go, here, pew, 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 pew. If it was intentional, it'd be great, but it's definitely not intentional. So it just, it it's it's real rough. Um, but yeah, like four playable classes, there's a skill tree that kind of can change things up very slightly. Um, so it's not like it's completely devoid of content, but it's just not very fun to play all in all. So I, I, yeah, post review, I can't see myself going back to it anytime soon. 
So what you're saying is what you should play is Risk of Rain 2. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, w I want to play Risk of Rain 2. It's fun. Actually, Adam, should we tell? Hello. Should we make it official on the podcast about our deal? What deal is this? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> if we if we say it on the podcast, then I've actually got to fucking do it though. Mate, you've got to do it anyway because you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. made it. You made you've a deal. Me. Yeah. So. Um. So. Oh no! Please, you go. You'll get far more enjoyment out of it. Earlier, no, last week. Uh, it was on the weekend. Or anyway, a few days ago, Adam uh, messages me uh, saying that TimeSplitter's Future Perfect is very expensive on um, PS2. Yeah. I was like, well, I've got a copy. Let's talk. Uh, so I agreed to lend it to him, uh, but he has to play the order first. <laughs> what a dick move. I was like, he's uh, like, I'll lend it to you. And that, and this is how it went as well. He's like, oh, I've got a copy. I'll lend it to you. It's like, oh, what a good bloke. And he's like, but. Oh, fuck. Oh, here we go. Great. I feel like life. you not expecting a caveat was the problem there. Yeah, he got me in a moment of weakness. I was devastated by how expensive Time Splitters was. And I really want to play it because I haven't, I've never played the third one, only the first two. And he, yeah, he caught me in a, in a moment of weakness and I thought that's he was how, just being a, a top bloke. And then well, there, you go. there it goes, turns around. And you, and you agreed to the terms. I did. Never we expect Zach to be a top anything. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be playing the order soon. Fun Hell times. yeah. And then I'll send this little bad boy to you. Yeah. It's, it'll be worth it. All right, uh, I think that's all we've got for uh, reviews and stuff. Uh, what are we looking at the 16th? Uh, Eleanor dropped her Harvest Moon One World review uh, earlier, I think yesterday, on the Monday. Uh, gave it a four. Scathing. Enjoy it. Scathing. Um, so you can, yeah, you can check that out. Uh, all right, let's go to the news. We're going to start. So, um, all right, we'll start from there. So, uh, was it on the weekend? No, it wasn't the weekend. Well, I kept thinking everything was on the weekend. It was almost a week ago. So, after we recorded uh, last week's podcast, uh, .temo or .emu or however you want to say it. .emu. .temo. Uh, <laughs> they, um, they announced uh, that they're doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game called Shredder's Revenge and it's in the style of the old um, Turtles in Time uh, arcade game uh, there's no date but I think on Steam it says coming soon I think but I think a lot of games also say coming soon on Steam when they're not that is correct. actually coming soon um, this looks very cool uh, yeah. so if you don't know what uh, .emu has done in the past uh, they did the Street Rage 4 uh, reboot uh, game um, and the developer which is Tribute Games they did uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World so pretty good team uh, there but um, yeah very very keen for this because it definitely 
uh, harkens back to that sort of uh, the turtles vibe and tone from when I was younger. Uh, what do you guys think of this? Looks like it's going to kick all kinds of us and that all kinds of shell animated. Oh, that's the way. Sorry, I've got to get into the yeah, mate. Turtles, turtles. 90s you know what? Just for that, you deserve to play the order. It looks oh. bodacious. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, the Pizza. little animated intro they have for the trailer is fucking excellent. It's is so that good. the with, with the song with the remake of or the yep. re um yeah the revamped version of the song? Is it, it's Mike yep. Patton, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. That it's a it's a corker. That that brings me to one. Uh, to a good point that I was going to bring up. Um, mm. I'm a little bit disappointed because I saw that first, obviously, um, okay. and then I saw the gameplay, and it's it's that pixel sort of art um, style like Turtles in Time, which is fine, but I guess ha- having played Streets Rage 4 uh, with, you know, that sort of refreshed look that still looked like it was uh, that older style. So, yeah, I would have loved to have seen turtles maybe go a bit more modern with the visuals but still have that old school retro sort of feel to it yeah Um, i think they want to lean really heavy on that turtles in time yeah like it being a turtles in time spiritual successor or sequel or whatever sequel is it yeah um kieran you are keen for this yeah i'll give it a bash yeah were you a big turtles turtles kid um yeah no i was a pretty big turtles kid I used yeah. to froth the, uh, was it like 80s, the live action movies? Oh, mate. <laughs> I was, I love that film. Uh, I was actually watching that uh, parts of that. I was eating dinner the other night and I was watching parts of it uh, while I was eating dinner. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I like, I think I played a little bit of Turtles in Time, but I wasn't uh, huge on it. But um, I do like okay. my, do like my beat em ups. I think I played it on the SNES. It was on the SNES, yeah? It was in time? I think... Oh, I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, let's have a look here. Uh, with my uncle, I feel like I remember playing that. Um, let's have a quick, quick Google search there. Uh, yeah, on the SNES. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so that's... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very, very, very keen. Just uh, let's do a quick round the table. Uh, favorite turtle, Adam? Who are you going with? Mikey. Typical. Karen. Uh. Oh. I don't know. Splinter. You can't make me pick. Yes, yeah, Splinter. <laughs> uh, Casey Jones. Yeah, oh, fuck. I, I was just about. Who to wouldn't pick good. Casey Jones? We should um, have. A I kind of no community turtles trilogy film watch night session. That, that was a lot of words just there. Good lord, your mate I, um, mine, Daniel Hawes would froth over that. Oh, my mate, Hawesy shout out. Um, but yeah, you got a. I always, I was always partial to Leonardo. Okay. I like the I like the katana. And he's yep. not. He's not Michelangelo, so fair. Yeah, I can I can see that. Jordan, I think uh, you and I are on the same page. Yeah, Raph is Raph is my boy. Raph, oh, love Raph. Poor Donny didn't even get a mention. There's four of us. We all should have picked a turtle, but Donny well, gets nothing. KS uh, was definitely uh, a Donatello. He's man, a Donny man. So. Yeah, good. He's a Donny man. 
Um, yeah, no, I love Raph. Um, I love and I love that scene in the first live action film when you just that roof scene. Um, that's actually the scene I watched when I was uh, smashing down some dinner. That's just a great scene. You're He's a just, great scene. Thank you. Just kicking ass, and then just gets bored, just gets beaten up. Um, and also love that scene um, when that fight with Casey Jones in the street, like that first part of the film. Yeah, good scene, good film. Um, all right, another quick question for you. Without notice, though, maybe a little bit of notice. If you had to bring back one game from the pre PS One era, in the way that sort of the dot uh, emus have done uh, Streets of Rage Four or Turtles in Time, uh, and one game from the PS One era that didn't have a sequel after the PS One, what game would it be? We can come back. Uh, in a few minutes, if you want to have some time to think while we discuss other news, um, or if you've got some for me now, talk to me. You might dispute this, but because technically it has had spiritual sequels. A bit lenient because it's, um, it's, it's a big question. But I would love for Square Enix to make a spiritual successor to Super Mario RPG from the Super Nintendo. Ooh, that'd be pretty okay. cool. Um, nice. Which, you know, the Paper Mario series kind of carried that torch, but not the same. Um, yeah, nice. I would love to see a, another one like that. Um, and speaking of Square Enix, if you were talking PS1, I want a oh, sequel. Uh, are you going to say my game? I want a sequel want, to Vagrant you, Story. I'm not oh, going to say okay. your game. Damn, I, I, knew, I know what you're thinking, Final though. Final Fantasy VIII too. Hmm. Shut up, Jordan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vagrant Story, like easily one of the best RPGs on the, on the PS1. Never got a never got a mention afterwards. Huh. Uh, all right. So, Kieran, you uh, thought you could you had the the game that I was going to pick. What was thought your... I had you, but it didn't follow the rules apparently. So. Oh, sorry. Yes, you did. You did say that. Sorry. Um, earlier in the. But now I know what you're going to say. In the pre potty. Uh, so on the square square train. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Parasite Eve. Yeah, you are. Um. Uh, I've not played those games for many, many, many years, but I just do remember loving them. And I don't know why they've never gone back. They did. There was two, yeah, two mm. or three, two. Two. Oh no, there was one on PSP actually. So that, I don't know if your, uh, I don't know if your pick oh, works, mate. PSP is that, is yeah. that a PSP game? Yeah. I thought I you were going to say, is there, a, there such a thing as a PSP? <laughs> <laughs> What's a, I didn't even a PSP? What's a PSP game of? Uh, Parasite Eve. Yeah, third birthday. It's called. Ah, okay. There you go. That's, but I'll let you have that. Because you didn't you. know. No. Um, when it comes to pre. Uh, PS One, Jordan, you got anything for us uh, in either of the two? Uh I'm gens? not well versed in pre PS One because I think I'm the youngest here. Yeah, uh, okay, so I'll, like, I'll give you that. But I only really started playing around the PS One. You know, yeah. Post PS One, Cooler World. Yeah, boy. Oh, good choice. Yeah, very good choice. Um, Sorely missing genre in modern gaming. Roll the ball around. Uh, puzzle platform. Puzzle platform. I, I remember in space. that that uh, that Marble Blast Ultra game that the demo came with on uh, on the three sixty. Because I remember actually buying it, and that thing was actually pretty. Actually, fun. if you if you want a Cooler World sequel, play Scully. Yeah, I was gonna. There was another game. 
Maybe this I feel like I've heard bad things about Scully. I feel like I've written bad things about Scully. Adam, you got uh, any for us? Yeah, mate. Uh, Pre-PS1 Super Star Wars. Uh, They will never never ever do another grueling difficulty. Game was fucking hard. It was so... It was such bullshit. So endearing. I enjoyed getting frustrated at it. Um, but yeah, give us give us that. It's not going to happen, but fuck it. I'd like it too. Um, and PS1 era Speed Freaks. Because that's yes. my favorite kart racer of all time. Really? Do you still... Yep. Do you have it? No, I don't. But I recently... I spied it on a... Like a secondhand shop's Facebook page that's in Launceston. So I'm going to go and... I think one. I have a copy somewhere. Game fucking rules. I had, so as a kid, I never actually owned it myself. I had a demo disc that I played the shit out of and it only had two, two characters you could play as and two tracks. Yeah. But I just played that religiously and I had a mate that had the full game that I'd go over to his place and play. You know what's called um, speed punks in the US? Really? Yeah. Speed I punks has a, a cool random bit of it. trivia for you. I think I had a, a burnt copy. Not to uh, hacker man support privacy. Not to support privacy. Support piracy. Sorry. That that's gonna be our intro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zach uh, yeah. Jackson doesn't support privacy. You've heard it here. You wouldn't download a car's dick pics. <laughs> 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 um, but the PS- yeah, speed freaks. Bring it back. The pre PS one game. I'd, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't pick this, Kieran. Is two crew dudes? Oh God! I just I'm not would surprised. love to see like a modern like take on that. Um, as probably terrible as it would probably be, but uh, that or the other, or the other option I had was Tailspin. But I feel like Tailspin's not as relevant uh, anymore. But yeah, two crew dudes is so much more relevant. <laughs> well, it's a beat 'em up. So what can you? Yeah, you can never have too many beat 'em ups. I say. I say. All right. Um, let's go next. Bit of news. So Techland's going to give a update on Dying Light 2 this week. That might have hit before uh, the podcast is released. Probably will have. Yeah, um, will. What are we expecting from that? Cancelled. Cancelled. Okay. That's definitely a big swing in the direction I wasn't expecting. Um, I mean, probably not, but... No. What do you think, uh, Ryan? Mr. A. Ryan? It's going to be a thanks for waiting. Here's another trailer with just kind of more of the same shit. Here's it's a CG trailer. It's, it's coming out early 2022. Okay. Jordan? Uh, I don't know what to expect at this point because I'm pretty sure I've, we've heard next to nothing. So they'll say... Mm. Wait, we're still developing it. That's about it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they'll just give us the the Dead Island trailer, the original one, <laughs> the right the right way around, just not in reverse. Um, <laughs> I reckon that's actually, what it's going to be. There are some really really good articles on that. Uh, if you ever get bored and want to search random video game journalism, um, just on that like the like the effects of that trailer had like just it blew up. Yeah. Um, my guess is um, there will be just a little dev update with a trailer that will basically say 
it's a next gen, new gen only game now. Coming 2022. No date or window. Yeah, Sorry, fair yeah, shout. Uh, I feel like they're going to drop current, uh, uh, sorry, not current, um, older platforms. Because we've seen, I guess, what um, Cyberpunk, what happened with that in terms of, you know, older hardware. And this game's pretty ambitious from the sounds of it, so I reckon, yeah. But What do you, um, what do you reckon the odds are that there's changes in the publisher publishing or development structure? Uh, in what sense? Because it's self-published. Like, like, in terms of seeking outside funding or um, sure. bringing another developer on board or no partnering with someone or else or anything like that. No, no, no chance. I think Techland is a pretty massive company. I think they've. I think their issues are probably uh, like development as such. It's more management, probably. Although that's what it sounds like. Um, and it sounds like the the owner of Techland, who's uh, hmm. Adam, thought he's a bit bit of a cool guy with uh, with his the story that went out a few weeks ago, if, which if is a also a good read. Um, yeah, he, he seems to have a pretty a pretty tight grip on everything, so I can't see them. Um, They're bringing in uh, Troy Leavitt and J.K. Rowling, oh, wow. co <laughs> co directors. Well, well, they've just booted out. Um, well, not just, but they booted out. Um, Chris Avocados or whatever his name is. What's his name? Chris. <laughs> Chris Avocados. <laughs> Chris Avocados. No, don't correct it. That's oh Avalos. wait, that's no. possibly better. That is uh, that is the name. Uh, is it? It's not Avalonis. Ab- um, Abalone. It's, it's with a V. Anyway, um, the only thing maybe this is a big maybe, huge maybe, but given the news that we'll talk about later. Can't see it happening this week, but maybe Microsoft buys Techland because that's been doing. That's that's the rumor's been because that's where around. that's where the game debuted, isn't it? At yeah. the Microsoft D three yeah. conference. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Mm. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Um, yeah, that yeah, wouldn't shock yeah. me at all. That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, but I don't think so. I think they've they've denied it. I think in the past. Interesting. Yeah. So, I'd, yeah. Don't think so. What, what's going to uh, happen is uh, Techland and, and Nacon are going to go into an agreement, <laughs> and then Nacon's going to back out of that agreement, but keep and pirate the game and sell it on stream. What's the um? What's what's the studio name there? Nacland. Technac. Techon. No, you can't say tech. Can't, can't be Techon. Technac. Technac. Um. Uh, THQ have basically have announced that Alchemia uh, Interactive, a new studio in Spain, uh, they're going to be working on the uh, the Gothic remake. Um, still no really any sort of date for that, so that's pretty cool. Um, in other news, it's probably already happened by the time this goes out. Is that Square Enix is uh, doing a little uh, showcase this week called Square Enix Presents, uh, where they're going to show off news for Outriders, uh, Tomb Raiders. Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, um, and Life is Strange. Uh, and we're going to be announcing the new Life is Strange game. Yeah, your boys, is... new protagonist and setting and stuff. Now, did I read this that it's a new developer? It's not going to be Don't Nod. Well, they haven't mentioned Don't Nod at all, so uh, I feel like it might be another 
little break like they did with Before the Storm. With uh, Deck 9. With Deck 9. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Good old yeah, Deck. Yeah, I don't think... I feel like I... I haven't yeah. seen that confirmed, but I kind of assumed that that was happening. Yeah, I think I feel like I read that. Um, anyway, so uh, Kieran, you're the uh, the biggest Life is Strange fan here. You're you must be pretty keen for that. I'm keen to see what it is. Like mm. it'll be if it's not, don't nod. I'll be, I guess, a little bit hesitant because they're the okay. ones that have kind of been they've pulled it into the into the the big leagues mm. with the the last couple. Um, or with, you know, Life is Strange 2 and, uh, yeah, whatever. Fuck, I forgot the name of. Tell me I'm why. Th- tell me why. I'm like, stand by me. This is who I am. What's it called? <laughs> uh, tell me why. Um, so yeah, if it is a new developer, I'll be excited a bit, you know, obviously mm. wait, waiting to actually play it and see how they go. Um, but more Life is Strange is good. That's a, I think it's a good series. Yep. Do, when you look at, um, I mean, I know they're, they're, I don't know if they're a huge studio, don't nod. So they, what they did, tell me why recently, and Twin Mirror. So you'd have to think how they've been doing Life of Strange 3 as as well. But um, probably maybe, good I mean, it's been a while since Tell Me Why came out, yeah? Oh, it's been, a, yeah. Six months? It's been a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. So yeah, that, that news has probably already dropped uh, by the time. Yeah, you're listening to us predict things that have already happened. That's the nature of the Well Played DLC podcast. That's it, mate. Um, all right, uh, another. This is this is pretty cool. So Rockstar has basically said that. Oh, the... What? That's all right. I, I, um, I thought I thought you were going to talk about when you said Rockstar just then. I thought you were going to talk about the guy that died, and you led with this is cool. Oh. I was going to say, it sounded like you had an out-of-body experience. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just panicked. Which is, the, which is the rock star that died? The rock star that died? Um, yeah. Rockstar Leeds, the founder of Rockstar Leeds, Gordon Hall. Oh. I was thinking of like, like, like an actual rock star. Like no, someone. no, no. Like someone from Rockstar. Yeah, that's that's actually quite sad. Yeah, yeah. I, did, uh, I, I thought you said that. I thought you were opening with this is no. pretty cool. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ! That's why like I made 50, that noise. I'm real sorry. Fifty four or something like that. Yeah, it's fifty one. Very sad. Yeah, uh, I haven't. Re- I've only read the headline, um, but apparently it was sudden or something. Yes, that's there. That's very very, very sad. Um, mm. Condolences to family, friends, and everyone uh, who. Yeah, that's, that's very very sad. Uh, but Rockstar games. Different Rockstar news. Uh, have announced that they're going to implement a fan-made fix that reduces loading time in GTA Online, which is very cool. They also um, will give him $10,000 in shark coin. <laughs> no, like, in, um, just $10,000 cash um, to, uh, for, for, for that fix. So that's, that's, yeah, that's very cool. Because normally, like, you think of... Um, I guess instances like this in the past where you know, people have done this and then they usually get like, stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, if it was like, Nintendo, it'd be sued for a hundred grand, not given yeah, ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they'd use it anyway. So yeah, that's cool. Nice little shout out. Um, has anyone here played GTA Online? I'm yeah. thinking about it because my cousin found a way on PC to pretty much only play with your friends. Like, there's Can't no chance of anyone coming in and griefing you or anything. Oh, right. Okay. Um, 
So I've I'd been thinking that. about passive. I'm, I've been no even without passive, just like normal play. Oh, okay. Just no one can come in and grief you. So I've been thinking about hopping on it with him because wouldn't that be actually s- enjoyable? Yes, like a, just a default setting that you can flick. Nope. Oh, nah. Okay, well there you go. I'll um, play that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. So, oh, sorry. The actual I probably should have said what the actual um, fix is. Uh, so it reduces loading time by up to seventy percent. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it takes it from like six, six-ish minutes to boot into the game to like a Fucking minute six forty minutes. or something. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like the game the, takes forever. It's not seventy percent, and it goes from like X amount of seconds to a smaller amount of seconds. Like it's a fucking huge difference because it takes a long ass time to boot into. That is insane. So, so the dude has so has earned his ten ten grand. Also, bit fucking ten k. Yeah, I would actually say for a fix as major as that, ten k is not really much. That seems like, yeah. What's sure. the mod? Like, what did he do? Was it just like a text file that said like wait six minutes and he changed yeah, it to like that wait one minute? Me. Some back end bullshit that apparently he was like, it's really not that difficult to fix, but it was an oversight or Rockstar didn't care either way. Here we go. So Rockstar have said. Uh, after a thorough investigation, we can confirm that player Tost, which I guess is the the, the modder, wow, they did in fact tosser. reveal an aspect of the game, uh, aspect of the game code related to load times for the PC version of GTA Online that could be improved. Uh, as a result of these investigations, we've made some changes that will be implemented in a forthcoming update. Cool. Um, All right. Cool. All right. Uh, let's go to probably yeah. So to the biggest news. Uh, and we'll we'll mix a, a couple here together. But uh, earlier, actually no, we'll go with this one first. But Outriders is coming to Game Pass, which is pretty big, um, huge. So yeah, so day one, uh, which makes me because I was like, oh, do I spend the seventy bucks, sixty whatever, to like, buy it on PS Five, play it a little bit, um, but yeah, now it's on Game Pass. Like fuck, like I don't have to spend any money. Uh, but yeah, that's mm. a big, big get for Game Pass. It's um, big for for people can fly as well. Like it's a that's a, a huge amount of players that'll jump on. Like there's going from the demo, which you know got plenty of eyes on, mm. and the people that played the demo and went, oh yeah, look, it's it's okay. Yeah. Now will uh you know far more likely to play the full game because mm. you know you don't have to pay for it. So definitely, yeah, this huge, is huge yeah. for them too. Because I think. I guess one of the um, downsides to these games is that you know after a couple of weeks and stuff, the the player base can thin out. Mm. Um, but yeah, this should keep it pretty pretty stocked. You'd uh, you'd think for a while. Um, yeah. I did read Adam um, that someone's played the demo for like four hundred something hours or something like that, <laughs> or like people, a massive. People have thing. gone fucking crazy with it because that you can get a whole bunch of the legendary weapons. Yeah. Um, and initially farming them was really easy because there was like a, a workaround that people were getting, getting to, but they patched that out. So instead of a, a quick and easy road to getting all the legendaries, now people are just spending obscene amount of time farming. It's crazy. Yeah. It's uh mad. How can you even 
play a demo. I don't know, man. I re- I loved the demo, hours. and I think I got like eight or eight and a half hours out of it, and I was well and truly done by that point. I, I can't really comment because I got like 2,000 hours in Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's a game, though. Yeah, it's yeah, a game. It's a full game and not like two hours worth of content. Yeah, but like I was done with like all the story stuff at like 300 hours. Okay, let's... It's just a sunk. That's just a sunk cost fallacy, though. You're just like you're invested now. (laughs) It's true. The more hours you put in, the worse you'll feel if you start putting in hours. (laughs) I mean, you're not Uh, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Addiction is a terrible thing. All right, so that uh, that leads us to the biggest news is that uh, it's not. It's not really, I guess, news, but it's but it's news enough to be news. News. Um, Microsoft. Uh, their acquisition of Bethesda is uh, official and complete. So the uh, EU and the United States secretaries or something like like that, they have signed off on the deal, approved it, it's all good. Um, So Bethesda has officially joined Microsoft. Uh, When that went through, uh, Phil Spencer clarified it somewhat. Um, what the future would look like for those Bethesda games and said that some uh, Bethesda games would be exclusive to uh, Xbox and PC in the future. He did. It, they did have a little um, uh, roundtable discussion uh, a bit later on after uh, that, that news came out and he did clarify a little bit more but still sort of left... Um, left the you know left the door ajar a, a bit like you know it still doesn't it's not clear cut, but he did say that essentially any game that or IP that is already supported by another platform, it sounds like that'll be the same. Like they're not gonna pull games from that exist on platforms already. And they're like they're not, they're not gonna pull them. Um, it's more it sounds like it's more the future. IPs or the you know the new IPs that that, that they develop now kind of have the, yeah that, that do have that that potential to to be locked to um the Xbox platforms. But he also said that these games will all come to platforms that have Game Pass service. So if in some crazy world PlayStation adopts the Game Pass service, um, you know then they they probably get these games, but. Um, what those games are, what the criteria are, you know, that's still not sort of clear. Starfield is going to be probably the the first test because uh, that's obviously a new IP. I'm not fully convinced they're going to make it an Xbox exclusive. Or, sorry, uh, not a full exclusive, but, you know, perhaps timed. Um, but I feel like given that's already an announced game, maybe maybe they might be a bit more lenient. But stuff, you know, that Bethesda make down the track three, four, five, ten years, you know, it sounds like they're going to be probably ex- exclusive to um, Microsoft platforms. What do we think about that? Is anyone surprised? No. I think no. it was a natural no, progression of things. So, I want to bring up a, a topic. Uh, let me just go Is here. This where you play I have started Advocate? writing an, an article. Um, mm-hmm. And... I want to kind of call Phil Spencer a little bit of a hypocrite Um, because he has been on record uh, in July last year when he did an interview with Uh. GamesIndustry.biz and I will read his quote for you. 
gaming is about entertainment and community and di- and diversion uh, and learning new stories and new perspectives. And I find it completely counter to what gaming is about to say that part of that is locked is to lock people away from being able to experience those games or to force someone to buy my specific device on the day I want, that I want them to go buy in order to partake in what gaming is about. So basically he's saying that uh, exclusives are shit and they're not what gaming is about um, yet. Uh, what are we, nine months later? Uh, he has basically gone and done what he said gaming is counter to. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like he wasn't able to get a PS5. So he's making exclusives <laughs> on the Xbox so people stop buying PS5s and then he can get one. It was cheaper for him to buy Bethesda than to get a scalped PS5 console <laughs> on eBay. Yeah, because that's the company's money at that point, not his. Yeah. But this is like, like this is a legit opinion though. Like this is like he has yeah. said this. So mm. well, um, I, I kind of, in my mind, when when he said that, I can see his train of thought being more. I don't want to force people to upgrade their Xbox or if people have a PC, I don't want to force them to buy a separate console, mm, you know, nah, t- still, nah. still keeping in the, in that Xbox sort of ecosystem. Nah. Um, but using that, using that sentiment, obviously as a way to, to, you know, push the, push the nail into the PlayStation a little bit. Um, I don't think that he would ever be against, well, you know, I don't think that he has a problem with having exclusives to his platform, maybe a device, but not his platform. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like this is, yeah. Like, I feel like they've built up a lot of goodwill over the past couple of years has been, you know, the good guys and stuff like that. Um, you know, Game Pass is, you know, great, awesome, awesome for consumers. But, and they've also yeah, gone down this sort of road where, you know, Sony have always been that hard line. These are exclusives tough shit you don't have a ps5 you can't play you don't have a playstation you can't play until it comes out on pc five years later um yeah whereas i feel like xbox have had to not have not sorry xbox haven't had the ability to use that because their exclusives are just haven't been that good so they've now adjusted their i feel like they've adjusted their pr approach mm. to be oh, the, yeah. to be the consumer friendly people absolutely and then and when i mention this to other people they go oh so what about obsidian's next game and i, and I always say that's different because that's this they've gone out and bought a developer they haven't gone out and bought a publisher that has a host of studios like one of like a ginormous publisher like there's probably well who's bigger than bethesda really you got probably got what, playstation xbox or microsoft sorry ea ubi Probably Bethesda report probably Nacon. top five. Nacon sneaks in at number eighty-five. Modus games. <laughs> um, so you know that's. I feel like that's. It's a bit different to go and yeah. buy a single developer who yeah. usually don't own their actual their back catalogue. You know they don't usually own their IP. So when you buy Obsidian, for example, they don't have that. They don't own Fallout New Vegas or they don't own the Outer uh, Outer Worlds. Outer, Outer Worlds. Wilds. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say out of worlds. He's in out of worlds, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I feel like you, you know you're buying the talent to create stuff, um, and part of me thinks that, and I and I feel like I always fucking backhand Microsoft, which but I don't mean to. No, I do, but but I don't. Um, they've sucked for a long time now at 
making first party games so they've had to go out and buy someone to make them for them rather than invest so they've got this new studio the initiative they've probably got all this talent there and they're making fucking perfect dark they're making a remake <laughs> of perfect dark it's just like that just that baffles me so they've had to sort of cover up these cracks by going out and buying a huge fucking publisher i know i know that that's not the actual reason like that's not the reason why mm. they've done it but that's part of my thinking is that you know it sort of it, it helps mitigate the thinking that xbox has no exclusives now because they own bethesda so yeah um, yeah i don't know i think it's just yeah. a weird and I, I guess when and then people call out playstation because they said that you have to have a ps5 to play uh horizon forbidden uh, west. what's it called horizon forbidden wild no forbidden oh, west. west horizon for forbidden west um and did they say it for spider-man or did they not say it for Spider-Man? The I don't think they said it for Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, yeah. So they said it for the new Horizon game. And then it turns out that that game is going to be on PS4. So that I guess both, you know, there's mixed messaging there a bit. Yeah. But one is good for players, I think, and one is not so good. Because the PlayStation one is the opposite. It's like, oh, yeah, no, PS4 players can play it. So more people can play it. But here, it's like, no. Uh, you know the whole playstation ecosystem is locked out of starfield um mm. and like i think i've said it before but my personal take was that i don't think there's any way that microsoft loses by having these games on playstation 100 percent. No. i don't expect them to be day one like i'm not that stupid like you know go like we've said you don't know, spend seven and a half billion dollars you know putting to benefit your competitor um, and their platform. So, of course, there'd be some sort of timed exclusive period on these games. But if they went like Starfield, you know, six months or a year or, or whatever, right, you know, they, they they would get these people jumping ship from PlayStation, get either on PC or buying an Xbox, sign up to uh, Game Pass. Um, or then you have the... And then, in, you know, but there... And then that person's locked into that ecosystem or they cancel or whatever, but then... In six to twelve months' time, whenever that period finishes, you've got people going out and spending hundred bucks, seventy bucks, whatever it is, on buying that game. So they're getting like a second rush or a second wave of of money, um, as well as that stream of um, Xbox uh, Game Pass subscriptions. Because not everyone's gonna can afford to go out and buy like yeah. an Xbox or a gaming PC. Um, it's win-win because so Xbox owners yeah. get to play their early access versions of Bethesda's games when they <laughs> release them full of bugs. <laughs> um, Fix them up in yeah. time for the PlayStation release. So that's, uh, that's my take on it. Um, I don't know. It's pro- I'm probably, again, in, in the minority there with that. Um, and I, like, I think Phil Spencer's a great dude. I think he's done great things for gaming. I just think that if you come out and say that publicly, and like, you know, he could easily he could easily do a PlayStation and go. We've bought Bethesda, and they're not coming to Xbox. But he said that it's going to be some. You know, some games will. So there there is a bit of love there still. Like you know, he hasn't fully locked out everyone. Yeah. Um, and if it is the way that you know the Dooms and the Wolfenstein's and the Elder Scrolls and stuff, like if they do come to PlayStation, then you know it's still pretty good. But. Yeah. Starfield's going to be an interesting one because that's a known product. Um, PlayStation people mm. are obviously keen for that. So, 
Yeah, look, I like just to to play Spencer's advocate for a second. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Are we okay? You're doing this now, not Zach. Because he's a good he's a good dude with an <laughs> ass that won't quit. Um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't expect. Uh, I don't expect like Elder Scrolls and Starfield and stuff to be exclusive necessarily, or at least not permanently. Um, mm. Because, like you said, Bethesda have a lot of studios, and some of those studios aren't new to exclusives. Like you look at Deathloop, like Arcane's yeah. making it exclusive right now. Um, yeah. You know, in two years' time, the whatever you know equivalent to that they make next, not necessarily an established IP, but a new game mm. with its own kind of niche. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was exclusive to Xbox, um, but I don't see them doing anything Elder Scrolls or, you know, those big, big Bethesda franchises. I don't I don't see them making them exclusive at all. Mm. It'll just be like, hey, Arcane, it's time for you to make an Xbox game now. And then they'll make an Xbox game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, like, it is a weird, uh, like, rule, not rule, but like view to have where, you know, it's, I think it's okay for Double Fine and Obsidian and uh, whatever other studios they've bought to make these Xbox exclusives, but I still find it, I just find it, yeah. I think it's more the fact that, and we spoke about this when they when the deal was first announced, but it's one big company just getting bigger. Um, mm. And that scares Which is me not usually, yeah, not usually a good thing. It's no. almost like inching towards a monopoly. Yeah, and that's, see, and, and that's that's the other side of it. Like, and that's why I say it's, it's different buying Bethesda to go and buy and fucking double fine and you know and you look at those purchases like they're all sort of different they've all got their own you know talents and genres and styles that, that, that they have where this is just like what if they went and bought Ubisoft there'd be fucking no one left mate like yeah um, the other the other side I was speaking with uh, little Rixie shout out to him about this and he said that um, part of this purchase or yeah is it's you know it's to it's to improve Game Pass and that's what Phil Spencer has said, um, and Little Rixie was basically saying that uh, this is to basically to kill off Google and Amazon competition, uh, which Phil Spencer again has said in the past that you know they're probably their main or biggest competitors because uh, of the I guess of the backing and like the money they've got behind them, but also mm. yeah, so they can easily come out and, and if you read I don't remember who the person is but the Stadia guy said that. Uh, uh, no, I think it was an article and it was like uh, that they believe or there's rumours that part of the reason why Stadia killed their first party studios is because of the Bethesda deal with uh, Microsoft. It made it harder for them to... Um, yeah. So, and, and then... But then that goes back to, as Jordan said, like that monopoly, like that market share just getting bigger for, um, for Microsoft. I mean, it, it's great for people who own an Xbox, but then, yeah, unfortunately, like... You know, not everyone can. Anyway, uh, anyone got any more thoughts on that? Adam, what's your thoughts, mate? You haven't said anything. Um, mainly because I'm not super fussed about... I mean, the only thing Bethesda-oriented that I'm keen for is Ghostwire Tokyo, which is already going to be coming out on PS5. So it didn't phase me a great deal. Um but it did, it just, it feels wrong just because Bethesda was, has always been one of those big publishers that didn't kind of lean too far in one direction or the other. And to think that they're, they're full, fully green now just feels 
odd. Like when I think back to when I was a uh, in my teen years, and w- and when E three would roll around, my my mates would come over and we'd stay up to ungodly hours to watch the the different the different uh, presentations. And before Bethesda had their own presentation, like you'd see one Bethesda title in the the PlayStation showcase one in xbox and you know here there and everywhere and to think that it's now if you want to see the bethesda titles you'll have to wait for for word from microsoft it's just don't you own all own xboxes hey they'll be up on stage being like don't you don't you all own xboxes (laughs) don't you all all have windows phones Um, (laughs) (laughs) the other um that's actually a good uh, point that you just made me think of. I didn't think, didn't think about it before, but Bethesda's been a known supporter of PSVR too. So what happens there? Like, I mean, again, like I'm sure maybe they feel goes, okay, well, we don't have VR, so, yeah. That's why they bought them, to get the trade <laughs> secrets on how PSVR works. <laughs> so it's um, two screens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're learning that uh, Xbox uh, One now supports a PSVR. Huge, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, it's just it's weird. It feels alien. It just it doesn't seem like it. It seems like one of those impossible things that would just never happen. And it's something that I never really even considered. One of the you know, Sony or Microsoft buying out Bethesda is not something mm. that has ever crossed my mm. mind before. And to wake up to that news and see that that ac- acquisition was going through just felt so strange because mm. like you think back a couple of years ago like there was the capcom talk going around and i'm glad like i like i'm glad that they uh thanks to monster hunter uh they were able to sort of starve off that you know that uh those rumors or whatever or any sort of financial trouble that might have caused them to to sell up but um yeah, like I just you just wonder like what are you gonna wake up to next? Like who's Microsoft gonna buy? Sony. Because because they've even said you know they're, like, like they're not finished writing checks. Like a checkbook's still full. Well, and it's uh, like they the, having because obviously like when you compare Microsoft to Sony, the the company sizes are pretty pretty different. And yeah. like Microsoft has nearly bottomless pockets, so it can kind of swing its dick around however it wants mm. so it's it's a yeah it's really weird like you mentioning you know you wake up and you see that they've bought ubi that's another thing that i'm like nah it'll never happen but you can't really say that now because bethesda yeah. used to it was just in that spot i don't think it ever would don't get me wrong but i don't know bethesda was one of those that i would have said you know six months ago nah they'll they'll never be bought out by by one of the yeah. big players that just won't happen Ruby's made some good games, though. Yeah, look, that's true. <laughs> Bethesda has um, uh, Dishonored and Evil Within. Oh, yeah. They yeah, do. Yeah. It's price. just, yeah, I don't know. And I Doom. But, yeah, really. like, if we do look in, if we go into that alternate future where sort of Microsoft does buy, like, a, like an Ubi, like, fucking what, what big third-party games does PlayStation have? They've got EA and whatever little... Other ones like you know cyberpunks kind of thing. So scary to think that mm. they can just 
Which one of them will buy THQ Nordic and have a fuckload of games that are apparently in the works? Well, I think they're fucking like loaded as well. Like the Embracer group, they're like. Uh, it's they seem to be. They seem to have just limitless money. Um, but the other uh, little part of it I want to just quickly talk on before we wrap it up um, is how this is like seven point five billion, huge. How viable? Uh, hang on, sorry, let, let me go back here. So the 7.5 billion, and let's say they do make big games exclusive to Microsoft to try and entice people to the to the Xbox platform. Um, maybe not, you know, Elder Scrolls, but your Starfields and stuff, right? How viable long-term do you think is, like, is Game Pass? Because surely the amount of games, uh, studios that they've got, I mean, I know that you, uh, Microsoft have, you know, fat wallets, so they've got probably no cash issues there but how yeah like how profitable is that service i know there's like a shitload of subs but a lot of sims but how do you (laughs) i don't think that i don't think that game pass at least at the moment is necessarily uh designed to be profitable more more than more than just mm, look at a company like probably a weird comparison but like look at like uber uber's not designed to be profitable it never has been it never will be but it makes money because it has users like that's all it is it's market share okay so when sorry so when you say it's not profitable and Mm. i don't know i know fuck all about ubers like they don't they don't make profit they 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 lose they lose they they lose money right okay and they never will make money and that's not the like that's not why they exist so what's the point then CEOs get bonuses because they perform well. Right. Okay. That's okay. like that's literally it. Like they they corral market share, they get employees that they can pay, and then they Shit get all. paid out bonuses yeah. by shareholders, and right. they're on the stock market, and that's it. Like there's no there's no profit involved, and I th- I think Game Pass is probably similar. It's about market share, and mm. then you know owning exclusive games or you know owning big developers is going to increase that market share. So I don't think they're ever yeah. expecting to make a a dollar on the Bethesda deal either. Yeah, I, I, I get that. But then I guess I, I just purely focusing on this service, like, and Adam and I have spoken about it before. Mm. Uh, and there's a good article. Do you remember who wrote that article that I linked you? Was it Eurogamer? Nah, it was a, it was a while ago. I can't it's, remember exactly it's, where it was. It's, it's an article that I've been wanting to, to write like for ages, but I just don't really have like uh, the research available. But uh, like Netflix, um, who I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, are in big debt. Yeah. Also, yeah, like they, that their costs outweigh more than, you know. What, what Netflix is in. another example of that. It's yeah, like it's market share. If they're the biggest streaming service, then they they get the market share yeah. and the bonuses. But my concern, I guess, is um, what does that look like future wise? Do uh, do they shut studios? So like, do they do like an oh, yeah. where they where you know they shut down the the, the uh, who did Dead Space? Uh, Viscerous? No, Viscerous. Visceral. Visceral. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, you look go... at you look at the Netflix model. They shut they shut shit down constantly. Yeah, and that and that's my that's where I'm concerned about. Like, so if uh, let's say Psychonauts right comes out and it doesn't have as many users as they th- first thought, they go okay, you know, first game, whatever. Then they do another game, and again, it doesn't sort of uh, draw in the downloads or users or whatever that they were expecting. And they go, you know what? Double Fine's just not working out, so we'll we'll close that and we'll reposition 
that talent elsewhere like aren't you just like worried like a little bit about that yeah definitely like the the like obviously game passes are pushed towards that that future of subscription services Mm. for gaming and i i definitely think there's potential for that to have the same problems that subscription tv has where you know it's it's cash flow and if you know you get a spreadsheet and you look at all your studios or your you know whatever's and you find the ones that are flagging it only makes sense to you know cut those off yeah but then um yeah and i guess like i'd love to know if i don't know if this is even available probably not like publicly but recurring subscriptions versus those ones that chop and sub yeah when they, like when there's something that they want mm. like what people do with you know netflix or whatever stand yeah um it's like all data still, driven as well because they'll see that yeah. they'll see you know person a subscribed this month and they watched this and then they yeah. got Fucked rid of it and, and then when we made yeah. this game they yeah. they went oh yeah cool i'll subscribe again yeah um and it, that's a it's a scary amount of data it's not like yeah it's no longer someone going, oh, your game looks really cool. I like the art style. I think this will have big waves in the industry. It's, you mm-hmm. know, you had this many people aged this to this that subscribe for this game uh, yeah. and we don't want those people anymore. So fuck off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like there's stuff like that. Like, and then you have, what is it? Like three months for a dollar a month? Like, mm. Isn't that the first sort of thing? You know, I, I wonder how, how many people after that three months leave it, leave the sub going or, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I just wondered long term is yeah. that 7.5 is a lot of uh, uh, yeah. At this stage, I think Microsoft's game is disruption more than profit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just like yeah, I guess just that long long term fear. Um, that, Which you know, yeah, could, that's a, that's a valid fear. I feel mm, you know, absolutely. You know, that, yeah, so because yeah, uh, just to quickly go back to PlayStation, you, you you look at the rumors on who they're trying to buy, as Bluepoint, who pretty much are. are a PlayStation studio now, regardless, because they mm. all they seem to make is like PlayStation remakes. But you know, that's a probably not a huge purchase. I, I mean, I'm sure it costs a good amount of money, but it wouldn't be, you know, it's more of things. like a welcoming into the family than anything, yeah. like a making um, it official. Yeah, and that you know, that stuff I do quite like. But yeah, anyway, uh, I won't, won't go in circles about it. Jordan, you got any more thoughts on Netflix models? Not actual models, but the data models, pricing <laughs> models. Not not things that haven't already been said already. So yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, good chat. I like that one. Um, all right, I'll delete it then. The <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's quickly go through some off topics and then we'll wrap wrap it up. I don't really have much to talk about. I don't think so. Anyone's got anything for off topics? Uh yeah. Week? I finally watched a Monster Hunter movie. It blows. Is there a Monster Hunter movie? Oh, yeah, no, of course it is. Oh, no. <laughs> the one you sent me to? <laughs> no, yeah. Fucking idiot. No, 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 no. I was thinking like anime film. Sorry. I was, my mind like, my, my, my went straight to like anime, Netflix. You know, they have this. Is it because Jordan said it? Yes. And there's that. Gotta, gotta be anime. The, the Resident Evil Netflix anime series sort of coming up. So I was like, oh, there's a. But yeah. As soon as the words left my mouth, I was like, oh. I know <laughs> That's going to be on the internet forever. <laughs> Um, and you hated it? I didn't hate it. I really loved it, but I loved it because it was bad. Right. Yeah, love it. Um, is I hated it because it was bad. That's fair <laughs> enough. I, I, can, I can completely see that. It's terrible. Not um, even me, Lacuna. What? No, me. 
Wow, Mila Curtis is in it. How did I miss that? <laughs> she plays Rathalos. <laughs> Great. Um, not even she could save it, eh? Nah. Rough. Not even Big Ron Perlman. God, he's absolutely awful. <laughs> he's the fucking oh, worst. I love Ron Perlman, though. <laughs> he is so oh, bad in general. In yeah, but in Monster he's, Hunter, nah. He's so bad as the Admiral. His sideburns, so, oh my God. It's made by the same same folks that did the Resident Evil movies, yeah? yeah? Yep. Paul Wesley Anderson. No, it's not Wes, Paul W. Wes- <laughs> um, now I, Wes I Anderson and Mila Kunis it. present Monster Hunter. <laughs> what, a, what a different movie that would be. Now I thoroughly enjoy the the shitty Resident Evil movies. Yep, fair. Is it the same sort of shit, or is it just on a, net, a like a sub level of shit? Uh, I, still enjoy? I haven't really watched the Resident Evil films. It's, so. It actually takes a fair few of like the horror cues from the Resident Evil films. Okay. Um, in parts, in certain parts. Yeah, um, like the how did they allow this to go through? Is it's because it, it's scary to watch. Well, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> like, is it at all self-aware or does it no, try to be that's super the, serious? That's, that's the problem the, I have. That's with the it. really big problem. Yeah, because Monster Hunter as a series is very self-aware. It's very tongue-in-cheek and pokes a lot of fun and jokes. The movie is all serious. Uh, the movie's like, hey, let's get let's just have an hour of American soldiers in a desert. And people will accept that as a Monster Hunter film. Oh, gross. Nah, I'm out. What? Yeah. He's, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. That sounds terrible. It is I terrible. won't be watching it. I'll give you my free ticket. I think it's his spot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're playing <laughs> that Jeez. film anymore. Fucking hell. No, you can have it as a token um, of a memento. <laughs> appreciate I'll put it. I'll put I reckon it you could eat the ticket and you'd have a better time than watching the film. Oh. I'll put it near all of your, oh. your business cards. Oh, what are those? That's an old logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah it's exactly what oh. I said. He sent them to me. Then we changed the logo like a couple of weeks after. Like, oh, I know why you sent them to me. Then it just reminded me because the place I get the business cards printed, I actually ordered a new mouse pad. So here's a little something for you, a little off topic. Uh, I got a got a nice picture of the of the Magpie family on the uh, mouse pad. Oh, oh that's cute. And I'm gonna get that, and the, uh, they're all looking like at the camera too. It's just a it's a great shot. Good shot. Uh, nice. So. I'll put, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put that up on the um, uh, on the well played website mousepad review. All right, um, when I get it, I look forward. Um, to it. Cool. Uh, anything else for off topics? Uh, I finished the first season of The Boys, and I've moved on to to season two. Yeah, boy. Thoroughly enjoying it. How far um, into season two are you? Uh, two or three episodes, I think. I just so watched the... a whale scene, yep. which was fucking excellent. <laughs> Oh my sweet Jesus. That scene is incredible. I just, I keep thinking, nah, okay, I've seen everything this show has to to throw at me. And you haven't yet. I'm not surprised by anything else. And then something else happens. Like there's a certain scene with the deep where he's singing with another character, I guess. And it's, yeah, that show's unreal. It's a real good time. What's it on? Uh, Amazon. uh, Prime, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should check it out. I think you'd like you, it. I, I think th- you'd really like I it. You, I thought no, you would watch it, Zach. It. No. Mate, See, it's I'm... right up your alley. Okay. Well, There's a certain character that loves to drop the C-bomb constantly. What are you trying try to say? And every time he does, I'm like, this is uh, a bloke that <laughs> Zach Jackson could get around. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a 
Because you love to say You do love to say I was going to say that. Oh, my God. All right. You guys are editing this week, not me. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the... See, it's fine. It's right at the end. Fucking... Yeah. Uh, shout outs. No, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Well Played DLC podcast. If you want to check out the content, you can go to www.well-play.com.au. Uh, I'm trying to think what is on there for you to check out that I wouldn't have mentioned. We do have a new writer, Nathan Schubert. I might have made that last name up. Um, his, his first name is, is Nathan. Is it actually? Yeah, no, it definitely is Nathan. No, is it Nathan my brother? Hennessy. Sorry, not Nathan Schubert. I don't know where I got Nathan Schubert. Um, he's got an article that should be up by now. We're just trying to figure out a title. Uh, check that out if you like books or board games. Um, have a good weekend. Stay safe. And we shall see you next week. Bye. See ya. God damn it, Adam. <laughs>